Hi, I'm Steve from The Rooted Podcast, and I hope you can join me every weekday for a five-minute or less devotional word study or insight into Scripture to add to your day. Welcome to Fruit Snacks. Hey everyone, in today's Bible background episode, I wanted to take a look at the Lord's Prayer and to examine it more closely for ways that it can help us in our own prayer lives. So we're not going to be as super in-depth on cultural or historical background on this one. I just really would like to take this verse by verse and really explore on a deeper level how it can help us in our prayer lives. So Jesus begins in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. He says, Pray then like this to his disciples, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Jesus is beginning his prayer with an acknowledgement that God is worthy of our praise, that he's worthy of our worship, that his name and no other name deserves to be praised. When we begin our prayers, are we taking time to acknowledge who it is that we are talking to? If we believe that this is the creator of the universe, that every atom that exists came because he spoke it into existence, Yes, we are to approach him boldly, as the writer of Hebrews says, but we better be careful that we don't approach him casually. There is a difference. And so it is appropriate to first acknowledge the majesty, power, and the wonder of who it is that we are addressing. In the next verse, Jesus says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, this is interesting because the way in which the Jewish people were taught and believed that, that the heavenly realm functioned was that God had a temple and a throne in heaven and that there was a order of things, that things were happening according to his will in that heavenly realm. And that part of our role as his creatures here was to mirror or to keep in lockstep with that same idea. And Jesus echoes that here by saying that our next priority in prayer should be to acknowledge that the ultimate goal, the ultimate good for the earth and for everyone in it, is for God to rule and reign here just as much as he does in heaven. That is the best way that things could be, and things will only truly be as good as they could be when that happens. And so it should be just as much our desire to see that happen and to hasten that as much as we can whenever we can. Next, Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. And this is a reference, I think, back to the manna, the daily manna that the Israelites received when they were wandering in the wilderness after their disobedience following the Exodus. But it reminds us that just like then, God is willing and able to provide for his people. And it is our dependence on God that really is in view here, that recognizing the fact that we need God daily. He is the one who gives us life. He is the one who gives our lives purpose and meaning. And without our dependence on him, we really can do nothing, as Jesus said in John 15. Next, Jesus says in verse 12, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. As Christians, we ought to be very aware of how much that we have been forgiven. 
it shouldn't take us very long to realize just how much of an overwhelming amount of sin has been pardoned just for just for myself. And if that is the case, how ought I approach those in my life who may have wronged me or slighted me in some some relatively minor way compared to how I have offended God with the sin that I had committed prior to him forgiving me through Jesus. Then in verse 13, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Once again, expressing a dependence on God that it is only through God's sovereign guidance that we will be able to remain in fellowship with him. And so as we as we look at this whole blueprint, if you will, for prayer, I think it should challenge us because asking God for things or to do things for us seems to be, at least if I'm, if I'm honest about my own experience, a large portion of what my prayer life has at times tended to be. But if we model our prayer life after what Jesus has here, we find that our prayers consist much, much more of acknowledging who God is, worshiping him and praising him for what he has done already, humbly thanking him and and expressing gratitude for all that he has forgiven us, and reminding ourselves that we have to be dependent on him each and every day and to just throw ourselves at his feet to, to ask him to lead us and to guide us 